Hey, 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 y'all. This is Lisa Amanda McPaul. This is my podcast, y'all, The Confessions of a Church Girl podcast. I am your host. I just said my name. <laughs> but I am your host, Lisa A. McFall. Um, I am the author of the book, The Confessions of a Fornicating Church Girl. You can purchase a book, copy of my book at all, not all, but like most of the local bookstores. And if you aren't from the Bahamas or you don't live here in New Providence, you can also download a copy of my book on Amazon Kindle. All right, y'all. So this is episode 11 of the Fornic... Of Not of the fornicating church. (laughs) This is episode 11 of the Confessions of a Church Girl podcast. And you know what? I want to dive right back into what we were talking about last week. Um, I touched on some things about unforgiveness. And I know you may be saying, Lisa, how do I forgive? Like you telling me why I need to forgive. But you're not telling me. How I'm supposed to forgive? How how I'm supposed to do that? Like, how am I supposed to do that? Like, you got to tell me. You got to help me. Like, how did you forgive people, Lisa? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I don't know. Like, I will not sit here and pretend to be an expert on something that I, I, I can't take credit for being able to forgive people. And I'm not even going to say that I've unlocked you know, like the cheat code, and I have mastered the art of forgiveness, and nothing that people does um, do ever, never bothers me because I've learned to just always forgive and let go. Like, mind you, one of the things I've learned to do is I've learned to not take things on. <laughs> I learned to just let people be people and just, you know, like from I see you look like you ain't making no sense, I just, I just keep it pushing and... But to say that I have, like, unlocked the cheat code and, like, I'm this master forgiver, I'd be here just lying. And, you know, like, when you were younger, you'd be like, when you lie, God can strike you with lightning. I ain't trying to be getting strike with no lightning, so I ain't going to sit there and lie. But um, I find that, like, so, like, let's recap from last week. We spoke about how... Basically, that unforgiveness. Okay, so we basically said that holding on to unforgiveness um, can become like like a cancer in our bodies, and it, it takes up a weight. And next thing you know, it duplicates. And as I said in the in the little post that I made that I read prior in the beginning of last week's episode, I basically said how. Holding on to that unforgiveness breeds bitterness, and then bitterness is going to breed spite, spite, contempt, contempt, hate. And then next thing you know, you have an ice cold heart that is just so covered in hatred that you turn around and you hurt people who didn't even hurt you. Like you become the very thing that you hated, or you become the very thing that has hurt you. And one of the things I've realized is that forgiveness is, is a process. Honestly, it is a process, like, and it, it it varies. Like, follow me here. Because the level of energy I have to put into forgiving somebody who may have accidentally cut me off in traffic or may have accidentally forgot to put the pickles on my, on my chicken sandwich, like, that level of forgiveness is different than um, 
if I were to have to forgive a friend for backstabbing me or to that somebody may have to um like the level of energy that has to go behind forgiving somebody you may have you know molested you or hurt your child or like sometimes we even have to find ourselves and I know that this is going to sound really not Christian like but sometimes we even have to find we find ourselves having to forgive God oh yeah yeah sometimes we find ourselves being so angry and so disappointed in a decision that God made and even though we may say with our words like God I trust you sometimes we don't understand and what happens is over time we end up not even being able to trust God in the ways that we should and that's because we we don't believe that he always has our best interest at heart like sometimes we feel like God um hurt us and and if you leave it up to some religious folk they'll make you believe that don't question God don't ask him no questions he could hurt you because either he deserved you you deserve to get hurt or maybe he wanted to hurt you because he wanted to teach you a lesson and even that doesn't help <laughs> even that in itself is so invalidating but the truth is if 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 we could be for real sometimes we do feel like we have to we have to the truth is sometimes we have to release what we expected God to do especially if what actually happened didn't line up with what we thought that he should have done but um like I started to touch on last week y'all um forgiveness is is a process it's one of those things that like I um, mentioned also that Pastor Joyce Maya said where she was like you know what she said you may feel you may still feel feelings but it does not mean that you haven't forgiven that person and that's because to me there's a difference between forgiving somebody and letting and and letting it go um like i also um briefly touched on the first step is admitting that i was hurt let me validate my own feelings secondly i need to forgive this person i need to come to the realization within myself that this person is an a human being and the truth is they are prone to making mistakes they are prone to making bad decisions and bad choices and sometimes as human beings as other human beings who have to coexist in this earth and walk this earth with with imperfect people we are often going to find ourselves at the mercy or at the hand of of being the offended mhm sometimes Sometimes people are going to hurt us like the Bible says that the arms of flesh will fail you and it it makes no sense pretending that we weren't hurt. It makes no sense pretending that we aren't hurt. Neither does it make sense holding on to unforgiveness because like the scripture that we read last week like if we don't forgive people then God isn't going to forgive us and that is so scary to me. because above all things above all things that I may be aspiring for and above all of the blessings that God would have already given unto me and my family and my kids one like the greatest thing the one thing that I am working for is I want to hear well done thou good and faithful servant and I I don't want the reason that I can't hear that is because I I chose not to let somebody go I chose to not forgive and I chose to hold on to that and so today the steps that i would take or that i took to to help me with forgiveness and every time somebody 
you know, does something that makes me feel a type way, these are the steps that I take. And the first one is, like I said, accepting that I was hurt. I think the biggest mistake that many of us do is that we believe that, like we believe the lie that feelings are good or feelings are bad. We don't allow our feelings to coexist. We don't allow ourselves to feel feelings that we label as negative or as bad. If some, For some reason, we've made ourselves believe that if we ain't feeling joy and happiness all the time, then any other feeling is of the devil. And that is not true. God gave us our emotions. Our emotions are the chemicals and the signals in our brain and our bodies that let us know that something is wrong or something is right, that something is working or it's not working. And so the first thing I do is I allow myself to feel. And I know that sounds so simple, but think about how many times have you told yourself, no, Lisa, you can't feel like that. You shouldn't feel like that. You shouldn't feel like that. Like, stop telling yourself what you should or shouldn't feel and let your emotions be. And when these, when, when you notice these emotions, when you notice you're angry, when you notice you're offended, figure it out. Name it. Put a name to your feelings and say, you know what? I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. I'm not disappointed. I'm hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm appalled. I am disgusted. I am frustrated. Name your feelings instead of shaming your feelings and stuffing them down. And when you have these feelings, when you've named your feelings, you've figured out, you've allowed yourself to feel and you've figured out what was going on, then you give it to God and you say, Father, in Jesus' name, I come before you. And you say, Father, this is the feeling I am dealing with. This is the situation. This is what this person has done to me. This is how I feel wronged and this is how I feel. And sometimes we believe that we can't, Tell God how we really and truly feel. Like who lied to us and tell us that we can't go to God with our feelings? The Bible tells us that we do not have a high priest who is ignorant of the sufferings that we would have experienced on this earth. But Jesus himself, y'all, he came and he walked this earth. He was 100% man and 100% God, meaning that he felt the feelings that we felt. Yet Jesus was still able to sit, to hang down on that cross and say, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do while these people were doing it. They were actively offending him and he was actively forgiving them. And that is the greatest example of what we should do and how we should be and how we should live. Is it easy? No, it is not. But because we have a God, we serve a God who is not ignorant to what we experience. I feel like it is so, it is, it's so it takes the pressure off just a little bit more and it makes it that much easier to be able to say, God, Sarah Jane hurt me. Billy Joe cut me deep and I feel sad and I feel hurt and I feel angry and I feel betrayed. I feel disappointed. Name your feelings. I feel sometimes that as as um, growing up in the church, people made us believe that, you know, I feel like we've been taught two different ends of the spectrum because on one hand, we have people who made us believe that God didn't really care about our feelings. He only cared about our faith. And that in itself, that teaching is so toxic, man. Like one of these days, I am going to talk on that because we'd be like, oh, God don't care about your feelings. He care about your faith. Like says who? <laughs> Says who, why wouldn't God care about us? (laughs) 
why why wouldn't our Father, our Heavenly Father, who takes delight in, in blessing us, who takes delight in being kind, like the Bible says that the Lord delights in showing mercy, why would our Heavenly Father, our good, good Father, and our Savior, and our soon-coming King, why would He not take joy in blessing and, and sorry, in paying attention to His children's feelings? When my kids fall, my kids get hurt, I feel hurt. In the same way that you love your kids, the Bible says that God loves his children that much more. So I think that we have to learn to validate our own feelings and that and and to name our feelings and not oh, oh I was talking about the two ends of the spectrum, sorry. So one end of the spectrum, like I said, is that we believe that God doesn't care about our feelings. And on, on the other end of the spectrum, well, right in the middle, we have people who make you believe that to be a Christian means that everything is going to be happy and joyful and go lucky all the time and that you're never going to, you know, and anything contrary to that is of the enemy. Like, that's not always true either. And then on the end of the spectrum, you have those who make you believe that the entire Christian journey is just suffering, 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 suffering the entire time and that that is a shame to feel joy. Like, I remember even being taught that... Happiness was a sin. You're only supposed to feel joy because joy comes from God and happiness is of the enemy or happiness is, is of the world. Like, even that, like, they they just feelings. <laughs> like, we put, we put way too much energy behind defining and figuring out, like, no, feel your feelings and name and, and put it to God. That's what they're trying to say. That's That's the message I'm trying to say. Feel your feelings, name them, and put them before God. I'm telling you to feel your feelings, not to act on your feelings. The Bible says to be angry and sin not. Not because you feel angry. Listen to me and hear me good. I'm not telling you to go and act on your feelings. I'm telling you to name them and allow them to exist and give them to God. After you would have given those feelings to God, then you say, God, this hurt me and I need you to help me. And... Sometimes the weight is lifted right then and there. Sometimes we receive peace and we could walk past these people. We could say good morning and good afternoon and genuinely not feel some type of way. And then there are other times when the Lord is going to instruct us or guide our steps and guide us towards speaking with a counselor, maybe like a pastor or a therapist or a psychiatrist or somebody who is able to help you, somebody who you can be 100% and bear your truth I'm about the entire situation. Like you can bear your truth to them and say, hey, this is how I feel and this is why I feel this way. And they will be able to help you to navigate the unforgiveness and find find light. Because forgiveness can often feel, unforgiveness, sorry, can often feel like a dark tunnel. It It can honestly feel like a dark tunnel sometimes and... God says, take my yoke upon you for my yoke is easy and my burdens are light. And I believe that as we choose to navigate through these unforgiveness and choose to navigate through the offense, then we are able to see Jesus as the light that we are able to walk towards him and we are able to run freely towards him because the truth is, y'all, like I already said this, like I ain't trying to stay here on this earth after Jesus Christ come, like, I done watched the movie Left Behind and I dying to be me. <laughs> I want to see Jesus. I want to 
I want to I want to hail well done thou good and faithful servant and I refuse to let unforgiveness be the thing that I harbored that that shit not and to be honest with you and I'm gonna say this before I'll be closed but not only do I not want to um miss heaven and and not hail well done thou good and faithful servant because of unforgiveness but I also don't want to miss out on the things that God has for me while I'm here on this earth, while I still have time, because believe it or not, with that unforgiveness in your heart, it causes you to lash out on other people. It causes you to be so super um, paranoid or so super suspicious of everybody else's intention because you believe that everybody now is out to get you or everybody now is out to hurt you. You feel like what what happens is I feel like we end up missing out on really good godly connections. And the truth is the way that we relate to this world and the way that God allows us to receive the things that he has for us is through connections, is through people. But how are you going to get those things? How are you going to get those opportunities? How are you going to be able to do the things that God has called you to do? And how are you going to win souls for the kingdom if you don't like them because you can't trust them and you can't trust them because you hold on to unforgiveness based on what somebody else has done? So the first step, what I said, you need to validate your own feelings. Secondly, we need to pray about it. Thirdly, let's find counseling or therapy. And fourth, we have to actively release those feelings. We have to be intentional about not taking part in conversations that bash or tear down the person who offended us. Yeah, don't say, I didn't say nothing, I just was listening. No, you'll need to be in those gossiping conversations, full stop. If we say we've forgiven these people, if we say we'd be letting it go, we should find no joy whatsoever in pulling them down. And child, like, trust me, I know, because talking about both somebody who would have hurt you, oh my God, that's like, it's the best thing in the whole wide world to sit there for at least three hours. Mm-hmm. Three hours and bash this person and be like, no, you know, I wasn't gossiping. But it feels good to release all that poison into the atmosphere and onto the to the listeners about somebody else. When in actuality, as Christians, we should not even be allowing any uncorrupt communication to come out of our mouths. If you if you are making the decision today to forgive, to let go, and to Heal and move on. We have to be intentional. No gossip. Mm-hmm. No gossiping. And every time you may feel that neg- those negative feelings, release them and give them to God. And I believe that over time, before we even know it, that we would receive the release that we need. I need you to release it. Your purpose needs you to release it. The people whose lives are depending on you to walk wholeheartedly in, what, in everything that God has called you to, they need you to release it. God needs you to release it. Honey, you need to release it. I need you to let it go. I need you to heal so we can move on. What are your ways that you um, have chosen to forgive? Shoot me a DM at L-E-E-S-A McFall on Instagram, or you can hit me up on Facebook Messenger. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how you feel. Let me know how this episode made you feel. And let me know if there, like I said, if there are any other tips that you have for forgiveness. I'd love to hear them. I'd love to read them. And as always, love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye.